Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Interrogang Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Dick, and we have another bonus episode for you this week with clips that didn't make our previous episodes, but upon further reflection, were deemed worthy for public consumption. Uh, We've got ominous horoscopes, fun and annoying ligatures, and hairdressers in mortal danger. So you're in for a fun-filled 15 minutes. First up, we have a deleted scene from way back in episode 2 of season 2, Time Makes Fools of Us All, when we were discussing fonts named after astrological signs, and here we get a little caught up in what the future holds for us, so enjoy. I, I do want to just point out before we move on, uh, the the font for Capricorn mm-hmm. is just bonkers. Uh, <laughs> Okay, are you looking at Capricorn? Yes. Uh, so Capricorn is uh, the the Capricorn that I found is a is a black letter font. Uh, it's it's not, uh, at least from what I can tell, a um, for sale through an independent foundry. So we're we're going a little off. Right. This is a free font. We're going a little off book here, but I just wanted to point this out, Kyle. How would you describe Capricorn? The font. Yes. Yes. I would say it's a little sharp. It's a little edgy. I think it's a uh, subversive attempt at tradition. So there's a little bit of uh, anti-establishment to it. Um, but there's also a bit of mysticism in there. It's a little uh, kind of geometrically constructed for my taste. So there's probably uh, something a little bit amateur about it, too. I don't know. That would be my description. It definitely feels like something that's trying to be badass. <laughs> but but didn't didn't quite nail it. Didn't yeah. really get there. Yeah. I also learned a pet peeve of mine is uh, when there's very little difference between uppercase and lowercase, but but they try to make it sound or seem like there's a big difference. It just seems lazy to me. Gotcha. So yeah, in a black letter font, that's easy to do. It's easy to do, but I I I've realized how much I I really appreciate when those can be a little bit more distinct. Uh, Josh likes a clear delineation of X height, everybody. That's uh, don't make me work for it, important. my friends. Just <laughs> don't make me work for it. <laughs> just give it to me straight. And then, and then one other thing I just wanted to bring up, uh, and and we can we can totally cut this from the final episode. I did just for fun uh, while I was researching all this. Yeah. Look up my horoscope today. Okay. And and the the final sentence of my horoscope that I found says the future seems promising. And I didn't like the sound of that seems. Seems it promising. Really, it, really, <laughs> it really seemed like, it really sounded like um, there should have been a but at the end of that sentence. <laughs> and I didn't like that. I don't like that for my horoscope. And it just the ends there. The future seems promising, but he's such a dickweed and there's no hope for him. <laughs> and so he'll die a cold, bitter, lonely death. That's how I interpreted I take that more as a uh, existential thing, you know. <laughs> it's like it, the future seems promising, but who knows? We're all going to end up dead anyway, you know. I see. So sad. it was not specific to me. We're all fucked. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's great. That's there's that pessimist from our cancer. Yeah, there That's you go. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> Nihilist Thank was in there, but I, <laughs> I appreciate that side of it. No, I think well, we're all going to die a meaningful death is pessimism. We're all going to die a meaningless death is uh, nihilism. So 
little distinction there, I suppose. Man, this podcast is awesome. Okay. <laughs> we got a little off topic. <laughs> this is one of those episodes that Andrew just really hates that we ever befriended him in the first place. Because everything has led him here. In our episode, Compost Your Unused Fonts, we talked about how type can be used for social good, often referencing the awesome power of type. Well, for every yin, there is a yang, and there's always a risk a font gets caught up with the wrong crowd or (laughs) might just cause you some dread from your past, which is what we touch on here. On the flip side to this, and we don't need to get too deep here, but but it is worth noting that yeah. that uh, for all the good out there, fonts can sometimes drift astray. Kyle, how much do you think that when type designers are designing something new that they are thinking about or worrying about uh, the ways in which their fonts will be used? Maybe it will, you know, you send your baby off to college you don't know where he's going to go from there. Uh, you know, sometimes <laughs> they don't end up in the best that's right. ethical places. Do you think that's that goes into a, a thought process as you design a font? I think it's, it's not a conscious thing that people think about while designing fonts all the time. Um, I think you would drive yourself mad with anxiety if you were to embrace that mentality. Um, however, I do think it is a constant shadow over releasing any kind of public product. Um, and, uh, it's just a risk that you have to take as a type designer to say, you know, this is something that I'm putting out there for the benefit of everybody. And some people will use it differently. Um, and you know what, that's, uh, that's okay to, to work under. Um, but you do your best to position yourself, uh, with your website, with your, um, demeanor, with your, your public persona um and hopefully your fonts will kind of follow that lead out there in the world you give your fonts the best chance for success yeah but eventually they've got to leave the nest fly off and make their own decisions yes and that's just the way it is (laughs) that's right you you uh, admonish any uh, control at all right i do think the the biggest way that we you and i or anyone who's listening gentle or not, are going to be interacting with uh, how type is good or evil or mm-hmm. good, bad, indifferent, whatever, is is very much individualized. You know, we're highlighting some ways yeah. that fonts uh, are really out there. People are very purposeful to use uh, their creations for good, to serve a strong purpose. But sometimes that purpose is just this is a good font or this is a fun font. This is a, uh, something fun to look at. I mean, I, we're, we're talking to a whole bunch of design people. There's a lot of joy derived from something that's well-made or well-deployed. Uh, right. And that, yeah, those moments when something really resonates with right. you, those are magical moments. Or if it is part of a, a brand that just, you know, from your childhood, I don't know. We, <laughs> we really want to get dreamy here, but where you really look at something and it brings you joy uh, mm-hmm. or I suppose brings you dread. Uh, I was thinking about this and, you know, if I see Latin <laughs> modern anywhere, it reminds me so much of math classes. And when I was studying math and statistics, because that's what they use gotcha. for all of the proofs. 
And so that like more type trauma puts a, a pit <laughs> in my stomach whenever wow. I see Latin modern. So that's there's some evil for you. That sure. I mean, you were certainly affected by typography. I, I'm shaking right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's how we view fonts, how we interact with fonts, and that's I think the easiest way also for a designer to to hope for the best for their font as it moves out into the world. That's right. Bring people some joy, allow people to smile. And yeah. hopefully that is, I mean, that, that is the, dare I say, the power, 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 power of type <laughs> is that it can be an emotional experience. Yeah, Let's, I think type designers are a optimistic people in general. Um, and I think type users are also on the majority an optimistic crowd. So uh, the future, I think, is bright um, for yeah. good versus evil effects of typography. But um, yeah, let's continue to do everything we can to, to push forward the power of type to do good things in the world. Next up, I go on a bit of a rant. This is from episode 10, A Neo-Grotesque with Great Mouthfeel. Our friends at NAN wrote a description that both confused and worried me, but listen, at the end of the day, I appreciate their creativity. I just don't appreciate that no one will be around to cut my hair. And then, hold on, uh, Andrew, This we can cut this from the main episode. Maybe this is bonus things. I just have to go on a rant here. Uh, because earlier in the description, it has the line, Hollow is the AI-recommended automaton which replaced your hairdresser without you even noticing. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what? What? It it says, think about your favorite hairdresser that you've known for years. A, I go to Supercuts. And then it says, <laughs> Hollow is the AI-recommended automaton which replaced your hairdresser without you even noticing. Be scary. Like, yeah. freaky. Black I don't mirror. want it. Yeah. And the f*** does that have to do with fonts? <laughs> I don't I don't like it. I don't want it. Get out of here, Hollow. I'm going to kind of uh, propose a... Uh, just, I'm going to throw something at you on this one. Okay. This Hit me. copy sounds like it was written by an AI. They basically asked an AI generator, okay. please give me a font description oh, for this. Hot and maybe that's what they're referring to. If that is true, if they just, I, I, okay, I fucking love that, but I, I think you're giving it way too much credit. I, I think I am too. But I do love the idea that you would go to an, uh, an automated, and, and it would an spit AI out yeah. an AI descriptor and you would give it like little bullet points and somehow it would come to, and what are we if not images of God? That's... <laughs> You want to know Terrifying. if the robots are gonna are coming for us? Yeah, they they understand religion better than we do. Yes, that's and they're coming for our hairdressers. Holy shit! Utterly terrifying. Holy shit! Hollow has <laughs> blown my mind, and I don't like it. <laughs> you never know when it comes to fonts these days. You you uh, never, especially with one named ever. hologram, perhaps. So yeah, you never know. <laughs> Couldn't even get the the next syllable. Couldn't even give us Graham. It was too busy being taken over by the robots. That's right. Oh, man. That's a robot being cheeky. I think it's a robot who's 
coming for you and your family, but sure. <laughs> cheeky, if you want to call it cheeky. All right, resume our episode. That's so good. Okay, well, I, I do apologize for my language in that one. Apparently, I am foul-mouthed when faced with the robot apocalypse, but it wouldn't be. Our last clip is from episode 11, A Type Layman's Opinion, specifically when we discussed the then-recently-released Instagram Sans. There's a lot to love, but we did think that some of the design went a bit overboard and that the designer's time could have been better spent elsewhere. Take a listen. And this might be bonus content here, but uh, bonus me, I just want to share one more opinion about Instagram Sans. Uh, the one thing I really do not like about oh, Instagram Oh, yes, Sans. negativity. Bring it. <laughs> negativity, I guess. Um, but I, th- I think the most obvious misstep for them was this sense of trying to reflect the DNA in the word mark in this sans capacity. So they, they mentioned a couple yeah. of times um, that they basically, they took the eye, which is a really distinct eye, right. um, but it kind of starts with a swash stroke on the left, comes all the way down in dramatic fashion, and then flips up again. It's like a J with a extra hook on it. Um, that the translation there, the, the need to make such a direct translation, I think tripped them up. They really, it, it, it forced them into some very odd and perhaps unfortunate solutions for their, the, the, the sans font. Um, the G is fine. It's got like a, a looped um, you know, bottom. The M with a little flip at the end. Okay, I get it. Um, but the, the fact that you're trying to translate right. two different styles here, yeah. it's a brush script into a geo sans. It, it's very awkward. And I think that's the biggest mistake. That is what I think I agree with the most is that everything feels like it was forced too hard. And there were so many moments where you should have said, this idea is not going to translate. And instead, yeah. they said, we're going to make it translate. But they went with it anyway. And that yeah. is frustrating because it's so well made so many places but where it tried to force what you just described that very thing where the styles collide in ways that just don't work well they just said we're doing it josh i want to bring up one more point about instagram sans um just a second point that yes um i know i said something critique uh, like critiqueful of the word of the critical. Thank you. Yes. Cr- critical. There you go. That's the right word. Um, but I have one moment of praise. I know you don't like the loops, and I think uh-huh. a lot of the circular endings to letters, like the C or the bottom of the lowercase T. Yeah, those are kind of silly. But there are right. a couple of script. No, but tell me why I'm wrong. Script ligature joins that I really like. Um, like the R A ligature, okay. which is like a script R into the rounded A, uh, or the two story A, kind of cool. Like I haven't seen those ligatures before, and they they took the opportunity to do something novel. Those are kind of fun. I I see. I am seeing what you're saying right now, mm-hmm. and uh, I I can't argue with. Yeah, you don't see that. You don't see that. They they also and, but I, what's interesting to me about that mm-hmm. is that's a perfect example of what you were saying with your negative comment, mm-hmm. where 
they took the they took a, a script connection yeah. and said, "What if? What if it can stay?" Right. There are places where it was successful, but others where it just and is what annoying. I like about it is that it's so creative. <laughs> but even the R into the A, it, to me, is still reads annoying. Yeah. I think that they're also know. hoping to distract with some of those uh, ligatures and have people talk about that versus you know a lot of the more subtler points of the the typeface. Um, Right. The one thing that they did get to do uh, that I think most type designers have always wanted to do, but have never had the goal to do, is they created a www ligature that's just a bunch of loops. It's just right. It's just yes. loopy, and it yes. has no bearing of letter forms, but it's just kind of fun. <laughs> so they went for it. You have to applaud them for that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm a little jealous that they got to debut something like that. Yeah, you saying this highlights where our, I, I think just our, our very basic difference is you're yeah. seeing fun and I'm seeing obnoxious. And I don't <laughs> know if we're going to meet in the middle because I also I just found that WWW. That's that like annoys me. <laughs> Someone's you think that they're being a little bit of a, on that. Know, smart ass? Yeah. yeah, it's too it's too cutesy. It's too glib. Yeah, it's cheeky. You spent time on that. You could have been with your kids, but you <laughs> spent your time doing that instead. That's a good point. <laughs> that makes me angry. But All you in the see fun. Of fun I'm, type, right? I'm really glad that you see fun in that. Yeah. That's it for this week's Interrogang. We will be back next week with a brand spanking new episode. This bonus episode was edited by Andrew Spheris, who provides most of the original music you hear throughout the Interrogang podcast. The music you are listening to right now is Cut It Loose by Max Band. The Interrogang is a production of Proof & Co., and we can be found on Twitter at proof underscore and underscore co, or you can always drop us a line via email at hello at proofco.xyz. If you have any thoughts on what we discussed in this episode, have any topics you would like to hear discussed on future Interrogang, or if you lose valuable time with your kids just to design ligatures, we'd love to hear from you. As always, thanks for being a part of the Interrogang, and we will see you next time. And hopefully that's good enough for you. And if it's not, just tell me. Okay, bye. Bye.